Welcome to the Mob Squad, where real moms of boys juggling life, love, a clean house, and being outnumbered by balls. We say bad words, we vent, we cry, we laugh a lot, and sometimes we can be a bit inappropriate. But hey, we're moms of boys, so anything goes. Let's face it, we have real shit, and we know you do too. Life gets hard and messy, but we're not alone, and we're never quiet. We know you're one of us, and we're so glad you're here. So grab your favorite drink, fill up that bathtub, or get your fitness on, and let's get this podcast started. It's going to be a wild ride, so buckle up and let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mob Squad. I'm Amanda. And I am Ariel. And today we're going to be talking about why turning 40 is so awesome. Is it? We're going to find out with you. (laughs) So you're about to turn 40. I'm about to turn 40. And I'm 41. Are you? You you said it like a question. I am 41. Do you know what I did a couple weeks ago? I told somebody I was 40 and my son goes, you're 41. Oh, really? And I like argued with him because I forgot. Oh, yeah. It's part of turning 40. You forget things. Well, I feel like I did that Um, in my 30s. I was always like, how old am I? Yeah. You get to a certain age and you just stop counting. Yeah. Well, yeah. It doesn't be, it's not as important, right? Like. It's not exciting to like Mm -hmm. get older. So I don't know. And I, for like the last 10 years have felt like I'm 25. Yeah, me too. Like my brain. In my brain, I'm 25 still. Me too. But then I look in the mirror and I'm like, N- I'm not 25. I'll, I'll never forget. I went to volunteer with my friend. She was doing this event at ASU mm-hmm. and <laughs> which is obviously like 20 year olds, right? Like early 20s. Right. And we were helping her set up. And in my mind, and this was like, I was in my early 30s. So it's probably like 34, maybe. I mm-hmm. don't know. And I show up to the event and I'm like looking around at all these girls filling up this room who are in their 20s in college and they look like they're 12. And I'm like, they're so young, like their skin is so young and they look so tiny and like immature. And, and here I am like in my thirties and I'm like, I'm 25, but these people are like not (laughs) even 25. And I'm like, there's no way I look like this. Like, why do, why does your brain like not age with you? I don't know. I asked my mom that I remember when I was, I think turning not, not 40 because I must've been 30, but I said to her (laughs) when you were 30, no, it was 40. I said, when you were 40, I felt like you were so old. Right. Like when you're, when you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, but I'm 40 and I feel like a girl. Like I still feel like a girl. And I asked her if she felt that way. And she said, yes. She was like, yeah, I absolutely. She's like, I still feel like a girl. And oh she's now gosh. in her 60s. Yeah. So that was kind of exciting to have that conversation with her at 40. And when, when I turned 40 to hear how she was feeling. That she felt the but same she way. She also felt like a girl in her brain. That things right. So it's obviously like a common. just get a tiny different. bit harder, which sucks. That's the kind of the sucky part of getting older because your brain still, you still feel like a girl. You still like feel you young can go do everything. and fresh and beautiful. But your body just can't bounce back like you could when you were 25. The fucking body, man. Mm-hmm. It just is not the same. Are you starting to feel those changes? Cricks? <laughs> okay, so this is what everybody tells me about turning 40. Everybody tells me like your eyes change suddenly mm-hmm. where like you need glasses to read. Yeah, where, I even had like that you have happen. to like hold the menu really far away yeah, to like read it. Like your eyes change. You need readers all of a sudden. Yeah. Did, did you get readers? <laughs> No, because I'm so old. only old. 41. I know. I'm going to take you on this journey. I'm, She's I'm my elder, your, y'all. Your mentor. Your mentor. <laughs> your mentor. <laughs> so I'm older and wiser. Okay. Not that much older, but you didn't, you didn't get readers. Not yet. But as of late, I have been noticing. Your eyes changing? A little bit. And I don't know if it's psychological because I'm like, oh, this is the age where it's I should supposed have to readers. Happen. So I'm like thinking about when it's going to happen. Yes. But there have been moments recently where I'm like reading something on my phone or, or anywhere. And I just want to like expand, you know, when you like take your fingers and you expand the font on your phone to make it bigger. I want to do that everywhere I go. 
just like on a, like something that's not on your phone, like a sign or something. Yeah. Or my kid's basketball game. We're like, I just want to like, wanna like zoom wherever in. it is because I feel like I want everything bigger. Right. And I was really thinking about it last night. I was sending an email and I had to expand the email box. Yeah. And I made the font bigger so I didn't have to try so hard. So your eyes are changing. So I think it's happening. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know if this is true, but recently I heard something that if your eyes are changing, that's a sign of uh, inflammation built up in your body. Oh. And it commonly happens at that age. Like basically our bodies are always kind of building up inflammation, I think, yeah. since we're little. But you reach like a certain point where it starts to... Um, oxidize your body and those changes show up in your eyes first. I don't know if that's true, but I'd be really curious to see like if that's true and just like maybe decreasing some oxidation in the body, which is like the inflammation, if that would help people's eyes. Because I've heard of people Mm -hmm. getting better eyesight by changing things, like whether it's their diet or detoxing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. And I have a lot of inflammation right now with Right, with my the surgery, surgery and stuff. all the medications yeah. and all the things that I'm on. So I wonder if that is related. We look into that. Yeah, we totally should. How cool would that be? Really like, cool. <laughs> figure that but out. You just solved <laughs> eye problems. I don't know. But I know, but I've heard though from like eye doctors that like something in your retina changes at 40. Like it deteriorates a little bit mm-hmm. and then like it changes. So it's not like a you need to make your eyes stronger, right? Because your eyes are like a muscle. It's something like physical that changes, but I don't know. We'll see. I haven't had that issue, but I do notice, and I have noticed for the last couple of years, I feel like I've aged a lot. And I don't know if this is related to, so I have a condition that I got diagnosed with called POTS. And my diagnosis was recently this year in like, I want to say August or September. Um, where I did get end up getting COVID. And I feel like I've had some pot symptoms for a long time, but this made things so much worse mm-hmm. where I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get help because yeah. now it's gotten so bad. But that has increased a lot of problems in my body and just kind of put my body on high alert. And I think that just ages you in general because it's like almost like high stress all the time. Mm-hmm. And if you're stressing something out all the time, then eventually it has to break down, right? Yeah. So I feel like that has really affected me. But I forget where I was going with this. Oh, the exercise thing and like the weight gain. So the thing that I have noticed more is like gaining weight in my hip area Mm -hmm. and a little bit in my stomach, which has never been like my problem area. And I remember my mother-in-law and a lot of people that I've talked to turning 40 always said like for some reason in their 40s, they would get like a belly or like, and it would like, even if that wasn't a problem area for them before, all of a sudden it is. And it's like hormone related or something that you like get a pooch or something. (laughs) Like Yeah, I've heard that too. I think almost everyone I know. So many people I talk to say that. like no how much they work out yeah no matter what they do that does not go away Mm -hmm. that's what I've been told so I don't know if that's true I think that you have to work a lot harder right what you're just in general when you turn 40 to like maintain right and you become more mindful of what you're putting into your body right because that like phrase once on the lips twice on the hips really rings true I think now more than ever I think it doesn't really ever until you get older Right. Like, Do I you just, know what I mean? Because yeah. I remember people being like, oh, watch what you eat. Did it. And I'm like, I don't really have but to like, worry you could about like that. Pig out in your 20s or your 30s and then not eat for two days or eat really yeah. healthy. And all of that weekend weight would, would come off. Right. right. Like, right. I remember we would go out and party all weekend long, like go to restaurants and eat great food. And I would be three pounds heavier on Monday. But by Friday, it was all gone. of that weight was gone. Plus <laughs> that because I yeah. went back to like eating normal. Right. But now those days are behind. Like you can't yeah. go and pick out all weekend. It'll take me a month to get my pick or longer. Out. A month. You're <laughs> lucky. Like, 
I'm starving myself, like not eating. And not- <laughs> Take me like five years to get rid of that weekend. <laughs> but like going on vacation, right? I like yeah. very mindful of what, like I really yeah. want to like pick out on vacation because I want to take in the culture and eat right. all of the delicacies that they have. That's one of my favorite things to do on vacation. But then I really have to like work my way up to that vacation and then try to be a little under my normal weight because yeah. I know I'm going You're in gain and then- gaining weight. But then I try to balance it with the activities that we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. But it's, and- but even the activities, they don't do the same thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I know in my 20s, I, if I worked out, I would like see a difference the next day, I feel like. And now it's like you can work out for six months and barely lose a pound. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> doesn't I know, do anything. My life. Yeah. You can work as hard as you want. It doesn't do shit That's, anymore. Yeah. I was working out every single day prior to my surgery and like a bat out of hell, like every day going to like a really intense spin class or we would do Pilates or mm-hmm. whatever. But I was Legree. super active. I would get, yes, we would do Legree. Um, but so I was so much harder than Pilates. Yeah, I know, so I want to make sure not, everybody yeah. knows. It was Legree. Legree. <laughs> it's like Pilates it's on torture. Steroids. Yeah. It's torture. But our bodies were so different really, really fast. Yeah. So I do love doing that and I can't wait to get back to it. But I see so now I just lost my train of thought. That's what happens. <laughs> We Ugly can't even have conversations because we <laughs> keep forgetting where we're going with it. What was I saying? You were talking about working out. And oh, how- so so before I would get thin. And I remember when I trained like for a half marathon, I dropped weight so fast. It was right. 34 when I did my first half marathon. And now I'm more active than I've ever been before. Minus my surgery. I am still recovering from that. But yeah. before that, right. I was active every single day. I was getting t- 10 to 12,000 steps a day. Wow. And still... That number on the scale never moved. Right. Like, and you I don't would, see changes. You don't really see either. the changes. But I will tell you now, I have not been working out at all. And mm. I'm my diet hasn't really changed much. But I might my pants are getting tighter. Yeah. My belly is getting bigger than my boobs. I feel like. Right. It's like all of these things that are happening and nothing has changed except I'm not working out as much as I yeah. was. You're not and as I'm, active. Yeah. But it's so that's the other thing like you can get mm-hmm. away with in your twenties. I feel like if you don't work out, nothing happens right. to you. If you don't in yeah. your forties, you're punished. Mm-hmm. You will gain weight. I'm being punished. You will be punished for not working out. And so yeah. it becomes more important to watch what you eat and to be more active. I've definitely noticed that too. So I took a cruise like when we graduated high school, mm-hmm. I remember. And I remember people being like, oh, have fun on the cruise. You're going to gain 10 pounds because cruises like people eat a lot because there's food available basically being cooked for you 24 <laughs> seven. And nothing happened to me in my in, in that yeah. age. I was like in my teens still. I think it was like 18 or 19. But then we just went on a cruise recently. <laughs> I did gain four pounds. And it's not funny because like I literally had shorts and pants that I couldn't fit into. They were so oh tight. Gosh. And I was like, what am I going to do? I had a couple of dresses that luckily I could still fit in, but I definitely gained the weight. And, and, and this that's just like the craziest part I think is going from your 20s to your 40s is you, you do have to watch what you eat. Yeah. You do have to work out. And if you don't, even when you do those things, you and I don't know how everybody is, but this is how I'm, I still don't like how I look. Like, yeah, it's and not what it used your, to be. Well, and they say in your forties you don't really care about that part anymore. Right, you stop caring as much. Not true though. I do care about how I look. I, I do look too. Good for my man and myself, I and I haven't just like given up. I don't know if yeah. it's like. I don't think it's a giving up. It's more like I, so I, this is what I think people are meaning when they say that. It's not that you don't care about what you look anymore. It's that you stop caring what other people think as much. Yeah. Which is true. I feel like for you me a little bit. You accept the things that you cannot change and you love the self, like the self that you are, right? Like that right. you, but you still want to take good care of that. Yes. Being, right? right. You want to take care of yourself so right. you feel good and look good because that 
but it is hard. So I understand why people would want to give up. It becomes more about you than about everybody else around you. Right. You know, what really inspires me is these people who I've seen them on like Instagram and stuff like in their 50s decide to become a bodybuilder or six years old running their first marathon or 75 and training for the first time in their lives and deciding they want to like live a healthy lifestyle and they go from being like either overweight or just old and like Mm. normal to having these muscular bodies that are in better shape than I am as a 39 year old. So that's like always inspiring to me. How do they figure that out? So this is what I was going to say. And I know this from my coaching practice. So I'm also a health coach. And so I do a lot of health related stuff, but muscle is your longevity organ. Okay. So the more muscle you have, the better you're going to age physically. Mm. You're going to look better. It will also keep the weight off because muscle burns fat. Okay. But the as you get older, you become more sarcopenic, which means that your muscles waste. And so if you're not using them, you're not going to have as much muscle, muscle mass. So you have to work harder to get that muscle. Mm-hmm. But all that means is doing weight training. And I think people... 40 and older should focus more on weight training and not the cardio because cardio is not because I know there's people that like kill themselves in the gym and they like, you know, run whatever and they don't see changes in their body. And I think that's because cardio is for the cardiovascular system. Mm -hmm. So it's making your heart stronger, which is good and important. But if you want to lose weight, you got to lift weights. So you're finding a balance of both, which is why we did Legree. Um, I think it's more, it should be more focused on gaining muscle. Yeah. More so than cardio. Interesting. Yeah. And I think Legree helped us because we did gain more muscle. We did. And it's, it's it's low impact, which is good. Try Legree. It will kick your ass and you will hate it, but the playlist is great. So it makes it less torturesome. The playlist helps when they have a great playlist because they play loud music, not super loud, but not like spin loud, spin loud. (laughs) I have to wear my earplugs and you're, know. you're older than me and you don't. I don't. That's why I can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I it's like it. It's not from like getting older. It's from blasting so that music. Yeah, for sure. My Seriously. friend is an audiologist and she's like, you need to have your ears checked. I'm really? pretty sure you have hearing loss. I yeah. feel like you have good hearing. I feel like my you hearing's do? worse. Yeah. Mm. I catch myself lately being like, I cannot hear what they're saying. Welcome to 40. <laughs> <laughs> kidding um, oh, man, I, I, I do older. like good loud music for me working out it's all about the playlist I need a good mm. rock and playlist because it helps distract from the pain or from the discomfort or whatever it is that I'm going through because working out is not something that I want to do it's not like I don't like wake up and say I can't wait to work out yeah I wake up and say I can't wait to work out with my friends mm-hmm. I want to be with my community I, I need people in order to really enjoy it I just am not a gym rat yeah it's not something that comes natural to me so if so you- I'm going to agree it has to have a good playlist because yeah. it's torturesome and and because the playlist is good, I will go there alone because I can just rock out in my head. So I like that. I have to like zone out. And I, for me, the music does not matter for spin. I hate it no matter what. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. I cannot even I live without it. I hate it. It's my favorite. I can't wait I, to go back. You, yeah. When, can you go soon? No. No. I can't. I'm, I'm on restriction. I'm not, that's a bummer. I hand, mean, that yeah. makes things so much harder. So, and that's the other thing. <laughs> I guess that's part of being older is like you had a surgery and I have like a new diagnosis and it's like we can't even do the things we want to do. I know. Which is probably part like what 20 year old has that problem? Probably none of them. Well, here's the thing that we'll say. I will say I was talking to my physical therapist about this yesterday and I had this I did not have a hip replacement. I had a a repair Mm -hmm. to the soft tissue in my hip. So that's why I've been a lot more um what, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Immobile? Like, immobile. Yeah. Then what one yeah. would have when they had like a hip surgery? Like well, when you, you have a hip surgery, like you're like up and walking that day, I'm told. But this, oh, really? I, yeah, that's, we have some friends that have just. Had, when they like replace the hip? Yeah. 
It's less yeah, harder so. than... Yeah. yeah, they want... When you get a hip replacement, they get you up and walking that same day. It's amazing. They don't want you to be like laid out. Wow. But this surgery, because it was dealing with like soft tissue and ligaments and stuff, and they yeah. were like they putting to them heal. back together, they need them to heal. And so that's why I was like not able to walk for Well, I guess weeks. with a hip replacement, they're putting something not that doesn't need to heal, right? Well, Isn't it like plastic or something? Well, it's still like attaching it back to your body. So I think there's a lot of healing and like physical therapy yeah, and stuff that goes along to it. But, but they want you to be more mobile. It, right? You have a lot more a lot less restrictions in terms of your mobility. So, so. crazy. It is. It's I would never have known right? that. I wouldn't have known that either unless I went through it. But what my PT was saying is that so many people when they're in their 20s, mm-hmm. they are doing, they're doing running mm-hmm. and they're running 20 miles a day or a week or whatever it is. And then they're going in there working and they're not properly preparing for that run or properly like recovering from that run, right. right? And what we do when we're younger is so important to what happens to our body when we're older. So like when I was younger, I swam, I played water polo. I never did like the stuff that you were supposed to do to recover properly. Mm-hmm. I just went on like any right, cause you don't teenager care. would or college student, right? right? And then right. I went on and we've played tennis and we've played sports with our kids and I never prepared or recovered. Even when I go to Legree or yeah. to spin class. I never I like stretch or anything before. really properly take care of me. And now I'm like taking the, t- like my body has taken the toll and I'm feeling that because I didn't yeah. take the proper like, care. It. Feed Why it didn't the I do that? And the care that it needed yeah. to be able to sustain what I'm going through now. And so now I still feel like I'm 25 and I have the energy of a 25 year old. I go to spin class and I can't fucking walk for two days because yeah. I didn't properly prepare. I'm going right. overboard. What are you saying the preparation should be then? Well, so my PT was saying that some people are running and they shouldn't even be running because they don't have the physique to do it. Yeah. And their body is not engineered to do it. But same thing would go for like, you can interchange that with anything. You could be like CrossFit or bodybuilding or whatever. Some people just don't have, their bodies are just not engineered that way. Okay. So So like you're saying they're doing the wrong workout for mm -hmm. their body type? Right. Okay. That makes sense. So like I ran marathons. I ran, I ran a couple half marathons, not full, but I did all the training. I thought I was preparing but mm-hmm. my trainer was like but you don't have a runner's physique like you're not built to be a runner you're built to do something else it's kind of like putting a square peg in a circle yeah kind of and and like if you're not if your body's not meant to do that then it takes a harder beating yeah. through whatever you're putting it through it's going to be rougher yeah so, so i you think have things like hip surgeries yeah when you when you or need back it. fusions or oh gosh knee replacements i think and stuff the, like that. i think that is true and it's never like discussed enough you know i think mm-hmm. everybody idolizes those that work out, but Mm -hmm. they don't have a lot of knowledge around what they're doing. I mean, like, I know I I just did whatever I wanted to in the gym. I don't have any training in how to do that stuff. Other than like stuff you learn from like sports and high school and stuff, you know, and some of, some of that stuff might be wrong or outdated information. Mm -hmm. So, you know, cause that stuff's always changing. But I think when you're a 20 year old, you don't think about those things and you don't care. And I, you know, I heard a friend who had a story where they were runners their whole lives and then their knees gave out in their fifties or sixties. And then the doctor was like, you can never run again. And so they had to start bicycling, bicycling, cycling, 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 bicycling, bicycling. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) so that they, that became their sport because they couldn't use, they couldn't ruin their knees anymore. Um, but I forget what I was going to (laughs) say. This is 40. You blew out your knees. <laughs> no, I didn't blow out my knees. What I was trying to say no, is that you don't... No, The runner blew out their knees yes. and then they went to bicycling. Yeah. But what I was saying, like, what was my point of that? My point was like, like, you don't think about those things in your 20. But I will say this as a health coach. I know it is very, very common for people to not give enough recovery time. So it is actually genetically determined for a lot of people of how much recovery time they need. And I also do that. But they... <laughs> 
a lot of people, like I met this 20 year old on the cruise. He just came up and started talking to us. He's pretty wasted. It was funny, but he was telling us, he's like, he's like, Oh, you're a health coach. He's like, give me some advice. He's like, I, he's like, my body's not responding to my workouts. And he's like, I work out two hours a day, six days a week and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, wow. first of all, you're probably not letting your body recover. Yeah. If you're constantly tearing, 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 and you don't give your body recovery time, you're actually doing more harm than good. So exercise is good for us. It's a good stressor, but if you're stressing it too much, then it becomes detrimental. Mm -hmm. So you really have to watch that. And I think as you get older in terms of our working out, it's like we can definitely overdo it because we need more recovery, I feel mm -hmm. like. And if you're not getting enough protein in your diet, then that can play a role. There's a lot of things, but I think that's one thing that I've noticed too, as I get older, I do need more recovery for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, it becomes less about two hours a day, six days a week yeah. in the most intense workout right. possible and more about what works well for your body. Yeah. And because it forces you to like this guy's in his because, 20s. He has no idea yeah. what's and good for him. I think a lot of people think the more intense it is, the better your body is going to be. But it's not true. No. But well, going back to Legree, it, it's intense because you're using your own body weight in an isolated movement. That's, yeah. It, that you so do it until you slow. die. And like our, <laughs> our one of our instructors, she'll be like in three two, one. And you're like, <laughs> motherfucker, say one. It's the worst. And she does, she takes like 13 Mississippis on her three second countdown. Right. It's really hard. Um, and so the you whole time your it, muscles like, are like shaking and you're like in so much pain and you're like, just stop. Yeah. But it's like intense in a, in a way just that's making you stronger and not taking your breath away and giving you a beating. It's not like a well, high impact, impact. Right. Yeah, so it's, it's just, it's really deep stretching using your own body with a combination of your own body weight, right? So it's right. bringing you. So I actually like doing a workout. I prefer doing a workout like balls to the wall. My body doesn't want me to do that anymore. It wants me to go and do long stretches. And and actually I'm discovering now that I am 40 and we've been doing this since I was like late 30s, I guess. It's been a few years. What, Legree? Legree, yeah. yeah. I think I started I, My body like... responds the best to this that particular workout, which is always so mind-blowing to me because it's not high-impact cardio. Right. It's not like the CrossFit. opposite of what you think. It's the opposite of everything I've ever known. Right. You think and like running hardcore and like being out of breath is like the best way to get no, in shape. No, actually and it's, it's not what my body not, wants definitely at not. all. Pay attention to your body. That's what happens when you turn 40. You start paying better attention. But I think if I could go back you. and tell my 20-year-old self, yeah. I would torture myself into, until I knew that my 20 year old self knew take care of your body now because it will hurt later if you don't give it the proper right. love and care that it needs. Because when you're in your 20s, your body lets you get away with it. And then mm -hmm. it comes back to haunt you when you get yeah. older, for sure. Yeah. I just, the scary part to me is that our bodies are aging and our minds are not Yeah. in terms of being like, I remember my step grandfather. So my grandma remarried after my grandpa died. And he was telling me, he's like, he's like, my mind is so sharp. And he's like, you go to do things and your body doesn't do it. And yeah. he's like, it's so hard because it's almost like being trapped in your body, yeah. I guess, because yeah. you want to do these things that you think you can do. And I feel like even though I'm not at his age and I don't feel that dramatic about it, mm -hmm. I do already see kind of those changes where it's like, I used to be able to hike to a top of a mountain and it was no big deal. And now it's like so hard. Like we're just joking about <laughs> coming up the stairs right now to like record and we're both out of breath and we're like, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, part of that's probably because you and I haven't worked out because we medically are not supposed to, but <laughs> we're old bitches now that we are. What the hell though? Who gets out of breath walking up the, <laughs> walking up the, I don't know. It's just crazy. It's just a crazy thing. And I feel like so many people can relate because 
It's also it happens to all of us. It's such a good thing too. There's so many good things. I mean, yes, our bodies are taking a toll and there's a lot of hormone stuff going on. Yeah. And I I think that is huge too, where it wasn't like 20 years ago. I think a lot more people are going through like perimenopause symptoms. Yeah. Where I'm going through that a little bit. Are you? I don't know yet. I'm getting testing done. I was I was going through it. I don't know like I am. When you start taking hormones, if you're still going through it, I don't know if it stops that or not. But I I am taking I'm doing hormone therapy. Yeah. So I was not sleeping. I was getting hot flashes a lot. Yeah. Which yeah, are, that's perimenopause Yeah, that was, so, so I yeah. did all of my, I went to a naturopath and I did all my blood work and they were like, oh, you're perimenopausal. So I've been taking progesterone, which mm-hmm. I love. I cannot live without it because I sleep so much better and I it's wake calming. up refreshed yeah. in the morning. I don't have to snooze my alarm 64,000 times. I just wake up and I'm not ready to go. I might snooze once or twice, but, yeah, but it's a big I do difference feel before. rested where yeah. before I did not. I've also started taking testosterone, mm-hmm, which I hear so many good things about. I love it. I only have one complaint, which you know what my complaint is, but yeah. it is, you always call it the happy hormone. That's true. Mm-hmm. I feel so much better. I feel like my body recovers faster and better from workouts. I feel like I'm just happier and I want to have sex with my husband more. I'm like more into it. Yeah. Which I think is a big um, problem for a lot of people our age. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse and me. I'm excited about that and turning 40 because I was reading an article today actually about turning 40 and how your sex life gets better. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. <laughs> it's that. Yeah. And I, I, it intrigued me because I was like, how that, what? That's no like, way. The like I thought what it was you know. your 20s. Like we right. were having so much sex in our 20s and 30s and like when we didn't have kids and stuff. Yeah. But this article, the whole premise of it was like, this is why it gets better when you're 40 because you don't care as much about like you're with your partner and you're more secure in your body and mm-hmm. your sexual moves and you're more open to do things that maybe you would have been more insecure in your 20s to do. And I was yeah. like, Fuck yeah, that's right. Because now I'll like, my body is not banging in by any means. And I have not put out yet. It's not yet, a 20 year old still, body anymore. It's not a 20 year old body. My body was way more banging when I was in my 20s yeah. than it is currently. Isn't and this is pre-surgery what I'm saying. So, but when me and my husband were having sex, we were, we were doing all kinds of fun, freaky stuff. That was things I would never have even considered doing in, in my 20s. Because I was like, lights off, covers. Up. Like I yeah. didn't, you know what I mean? I was like yeah. not wanting to be as exposed. And now I'll like and let could- it all hang out. And I think it's because I'm a lot more like, I don't care. I don't care. This is who I am. You're love more comfortable me or in fucking your skin. Leave me. Yeah. Or do you think it's because you've been with the same person for so long? No, I think it's because I'm more comfortable in my skin. So it's like an age thing. Sorry, yeah. I don't know what's wrong with my voice. So you think it's like maturity thing? Yeah, 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 I absolutely do. And I, I don't know that I would have been able to answer it as confidently a few months ago as I am now. But okay. again, I say Perfect. this now. So be, I have, I going back to the surgery, I have been, I have not been mobile. I haven't been able to do a lot. I'm not even allowed to go over 3000 steps a day right now, which is really really hard. But mm-hmm. my doctor's like, if you're not in PT, I want you off your feet at home. So that is really hard because I'm not doing anything. So my body has changed. It is softer than it's ever been. Yeah. But I'm that is totally normal of, when you have totally, a surgery yeah, and you're no, not allowed absolutely. to do anything. But I know that I like everything is a lot more jiggly than what it's been. My pants are getting tighter. I prefer sweatpants to anything else or my pajamas mm-hmm. to anything else. I mean, all that's that feels my comfortable. uniform every day. <laughs> Same girl. <laughs> but I was naked yesterday and my husband was like, oh my God, I can't wait to pound that. Like he just made Ooh. me feel so beautiful, even though I know he knows that things look different. Yeah. It's not what I want it to be, mm-hmm. obviously, but I also know that I'm letting my body do the work it needs to do to heal and recover. And I think going back to turning 40, yeah, I'm more down to do anything that he wants with the lights on because I don't give a fuck because now I just want to have an orgasm. 
right? Yeah. Like, I don't want to, yeah, I don't girl. have to fake it. I don't want to, right? That's something I would have done in my 20s, a thousand percent. Really? With your husband? Yes. Oh my gosh. You don't fake it with your husband ever? No. What? We, no. So if, so if he gets off and, and you I'm don't. And I'm trying to think if I did that in my 20s. I don't think I did. Well, then you're an Maybe anomaly. when we were dating. <laughs> Maybe. But I don't every think Every time ever. you get off, every single time? No, I don't, no. You just let, so he can, and then you're like, okay, thanks. But I don't fake it. I'm not. I'm not like he, if he finishes whatever, then, and I don't, then that's, oh, we might do something else, but yeah, it's, I don't ever fake it to be like, to end it, <laughs> to well, get I'm it done in, with. I'm in a place now where if he finishes and I don't, I'm like, okay, mama's Keep turn. going. Let's go. <laughs> Cause he, I mean, I, I get, get mine that. if you're going to get yours, like, totally. but in my twenties and thirties, I never would have said that to me. I would have been like, oh yeah, babe, I totally got off. It was so great. You're yeah. amazing. Really? Yeah, because I always wanted him to feel good. And now I'm like, fuck that. I know you feel good. I yeah. want to feel good. Yeah. Give it to me. Is that, but see, is that like a 40 year old thing? Or is know. that you've been together for so long and it no. like you've gotten to that place? No, because I think that if I were with anyone, you'd still have like that. if Chris and I got divorced yeah. or you'd still feel that way. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that too. Probably. A thousand percent. Yeah. I'm not the people pleaser I once was maybe, or I'm yeah. not the, well, I think that's, and I'm also not thing. shy anymore. Like I don't, you don't mm, hold back. Mm -mm. Get no. it girl. Yeah, girl. What's the good things. Let's talk about some good things. I mean, that is a good thing. Yeah. So you stop caring about the dumb things. I think mm -hmm. that's like, but not just in the bedroom. I think that applies to a lot of things like and I don't know I feel like I've made a huge I feel like I'm 40 before I'm 40 is that weird no I okay think that's... I feel like I turned 40 like last year maybe but I did, did it. it with me <laughs> maybe I did <laughs> together forever I'm excited that I get to do it with you yeah you do no, I'm but... 40. see this is why I say I'm 40 yeah because we're we're mm -hmm. stuck on the same plane even though we're a couple years apart a year and a half, maybe? A year and like four months. Okay. Jesus. So, stop it. You me older than I am. I always <laughs> thought I was older than you. That's the funniest part is I always thought I was older than you until we like figured it out a couple years ago, even though we've been friends for like 10 plus years. No, we figured it out like early on. I, feel I don't like. think I did. I always thought I was older than you because I'm more in because you're more immature. <laughs> I was say I'm more immature, but I'm like, you're more immature. I'm more immature. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you're more, more fun. That's true. Tons of fun. No, I'm just kidding. You're a ton of fun too. Yeah. No, I just, not just in the bedroom. I stopped caring about a lot of shit in the last two years. I stopped caring about what other people thought. Yeah. I stopped care. I stopped worrying about trying to present myself as having it all together. Mm -hmm. I'm very like, and it's so like liberating. Yeah. I feel so much more free and like better about myself as a human being by not giving a shit. Yes. Is that normal? Well, giving a shit about the things that you want to give a shit about. Yeah. And, not... and I'm not saying I'm perfect and like yeah. nothing hurts me, but I have gotten to the place I feel like with age, I guess, where I don't care about those things anymore. Like yeah. I could literally leave my whole life behind and go do whatever the hell I want and be so happy about it because I don't care yeah. what anybody thinks. And I know that like doing stuff for myself and putting myself first, maybe that's the same thing in the bedroom yeah. where it's like you start to put yourself first. You realize like how important that is. And also we're kind of like running out of time to do that. Yes. Do you yes. know what I mean? I think a lot about running out of time, actually. You I do? Think, I do think a lot about it. because Like, I, like you feel like you're going to die soon? Or are you no I mean maybe my life could be half over I'm 41 yeah so I could be and they say our like, generation like the last two generations have died younger than the generation before oh interesting you didn't know that statistic I thought we were living longer no we they were for a while and now the generations have been dying younger and younger Yikes. see that's new I know 
I know. It's like we went the opposite way. Well, I say this to my husband a lot. Like it is, it's heavy on my heart all the time. And I think because when I was- What is? That my life could be half over. Like, oh, yeah. We are getting older. Is that something you think about at 40 and not 50? I don't know. I do. I don't know if everybody does, but I've been thinking a lot about it just in terms of how I want to spend the rest of my life. Yeah. Right. Right. Like I remember before I turned 40, I, my friend Erin turned 40 mm-hmm. and she's a July birthday and I'm a November birthday. And I asked her how she was feeling about turning 40. I was like, are you scared? Because I was like a little bit nervous. I was like, 40, yikes, what's going to happen? You know, you hear all these like horror stories about it. She was like, no, I'm not scared at all. I'm like, really? Yeah. Tell me more. Like, why? Why? I have great kids. They are old enough to wipe their own ass. They're a lot of fun to travel with. They can carry their own shit. We can go and explore the world. I'm good in my career. My husband is good in his career. I feel good about who I am. I feel good about my health. I'm fucking ready for 40. This is when life starts. And I was like- I don't know. I love that she said that. And I'm never going to forget that she said that. And that changed my perspective a lot. Yeah. Because I also started thinking like, yeah, this is when our life starts. But it also, this is like kind of crushing, like not, I don't know that it's crossing over into that second half of life, but kind of, we're knocking on the door of it. Yeah, totally. And I want to know. I also never thought I'd be here. Did you ever think about turning 40? Like I never thought I would be 40. It seemed like a lifetime away. And it it, did. And now it's here. And it's scary. And I think about how I want to spend that second half. And it's not going to massive parties where there's a billion and people that I kind of know or maybe don't know. Mm-hmm. I would rather go like to an intimate dinner with my four best friends yeah. or, you know, have like a couple quality night time or go on a family vacation. I am so much more about the experiences with my family yeah. and my close tight knit group that I don't need to have all of that extra stuff anymore. The stuff that doesn't really matter. Right. You know, right. Did it matter before? It did or did matter we just to make me. a big deal about it? I thought it mattered. It definitely mattered to me. I don't know. I had like FOMO a lot. Yeah, I wanted to be a one. part of the party. I wanted to go out. Like yeah. if anybody was inviting us to stuff we were You're going we way were more down. of a social butterfly than I am yeah but. I am we're so social and you know I mean there's times where we're like we can't do anything until four months from now because we're so busy and now I'm finding myself more and more than ever scaling way back yeah right like doing the things is not as important as like what those things are yeah yeah. And here's my thing too. And I don't know if this is like an age thing or just depends on how old your kids are. Cause I know some people have kids later in life now. We are at a really good age. So I totally agree with mm-hmm. Aaron on that. Our kids are kind of a little self-sufficient. It's like before the teenagers where we're like hating all of it, <laughs> or at least I feel like I'm going to yeah. hate all of it. Cause I was a really bad teen, but <clears throat> like they do, they wipe their own butts. Like they can get their own food for the most part, <laughs> even though that's a constant battle. Right. And then they can like kind of take care of themselves and you can go on vacations where it's like, you don't have to worry about like yeah, having all the car seats, all the and, kid toys and all yeah. the snacks and having the car seats and the, mm. what are the, where they lay in? What's it called? Crips. <laughs> Okay, I already forgot what that is. Um, you know, you don't have to have like all this stuff. Yeah. And, and even though I loved vacations when they were little, like I still love yeah. that we did that. Mm-hmm. I do think it gets easier and they start to remember things more and that's exciting. And then I don't know if this is just my husband, but like he is constantly talking about like how our life is just starting because yeah. once the kids are old enough to do their own thing and we start to get that time back together, yeah. I think that's so exciting. And mm-hmm. he thinks it's like the best thing ever. Chris does too. Like he cannot wait yeah. to go on vacations, just us and like do all these things. And I can't have to keep like reminding him, like, let's yeah. spend as much time as we can with our kids now. Cause like in a few years, they're not going to care who we are. They're going to be like, peace out with six my years. friends. In six years, not even like gonna be 18 when I was in seventh grade, I was done yeah. with my parents. I was well, like, I am having fun with my friends. Yeah, I don't care what you're like, doing. My parents invited me to a trip to Africa. And I said, no, <laughs> in seventh grade, because I wanted to hang out with my friends. and I didn't want to miss any of the parties on the weekend. Like that is how stupid am I? And I've never been to Africa since. So there went that ticket. <laughs> jokes on you. Yeah, jokes on me. Like how stupid was I? But I 
I'm serious. Like, that's what I think about because that's how I was as a teenager. Like I was could care less about anything my parents were doing. I never wanted to spend time with them. Yeah. And so I, I really value this time like that we have with our kids and I don't want it to slip by. I feel like the, our kids grew up so much differently than we did. No, they oh, totally. Right. Yes. Like I, let me tell you the million ways that is different. Like <laughs> that's, a, that's another podcast that for another totally day. another podcast. I only say that because my husband's always like, these kids are never, we're going to have three failure to lunch. <laughs> Why? Because I am like holding on to them. No, like, I love stop. them so much. I want them to be a part. I always want them to feel a part of the family and a part of the vacations. Yeah. And I want to have those experiences. And then when they get married and they have partners, then I want that also. And I want their kid. I always am making sure that Chris knows that. Yeah. But I will say I want that too. That we just had like a big 40 plus when he's a little, he's 45. So he's a little bit older than me. He's been in the 40 boat a little bit longer, but our kids now are getting, or at least our oldest is getting of babysitting age. Mm-hmm. And we just went to happy hour. And he watched the kids. And we left the kids I remember people telling me about this. I, know, I, I could like, not wait for this. Do you remember when everybody would say, because like his brother's older and their kids yeah. are in, like out of college now. And when they would watch say, them like leave their kids at home alone and they'd go to happy hour and they'd always invite us. We're like, oh, uh, we can't. Yeah, We've our kids are babies, little. Our diapers, right. crazy. And that, we just did that for the first time ever. And I was like, oh my God, this is what they're talking mm. about. This is so amazing. Who do you think we could invite for happy hour? Who else is in this like yes. little secret club that we're in now? Yes. This is so great. And it was like- It is exciting. I am going to miss so much the like baby snuggles mm-hmm. and I still all of that. I know that. I'm going to miss that. But I'm also excited about what's to come and yeah. getting that time back with my husband mm-hmm. where we're not in the thick of like diapers Life. and- you know, feeding everybody and they, they'll they be Stress. able to like have a little bit more freedom and he and I can have a little bit more time. Like, I think that's going to be yeah a very exciting part too. So Austin and I had a glimpse <laughs> of that a little bit because we went to Hawaii for our 10 year anniversary. Oh my God. It's our 14 year anniversary on Tuesday. Oh, happy anniversary, Thanks. lover. I know. But so for our 10 year, we went to Hawaii and it was just us. Obviously we didn't bring the kids and we had like six or seven days there and I was so, so worried about mm-hmm. missing the kids. I literally cried before we left Aww. because I thought I was going to miss my kids so much. This is the most time I've ever been away from them. I'm like a little emotional thinking about leaving them. Anyways, when we went, I didn't want to come home. <laughs> After a few days, I was like, oh you my God. crying because you had to come home. <laughs> I, I wasn't crying when I wanted to come home. I literally was like, we're not leaving. We're staying here. We're like, send our suitcases home. We're living here now because... I, we had such a good time together and it, you forget what it's like mm-hmm. before you had kids where it was, was just it you like two. Was it kind of awkward at first too, to like be on vacation It wasn't together? awkward. I did miss my kids a lot, like the first couple of days. And yeah, I mean, if you're not talking about the kids, it's like, what do you do with yourselves? Yeah. And that's where I think a lot of people end up getting divorced later in life. Like they've been together for so yeah. long and their kids get older and they're like, let's go our separate ways because we don't really have anything in common anymore. Like you kind of grow apart, you know? Well, yeah, you got to do the work. Because you're so hard. focused on the kids, totally. I feel like that you kind of forget about each other. And we're totally guilty of that. I mean, Same. like this we was our gym. first vacation, like basically for a while that like without the kids, it was like a, the longest one we'd ever done. And I really enjoyed the freedom. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed not having to worry about anything. I enjoyed that time I had alone with my husband where it was just us and we got to focus on each other and we totally reconnected. It reminded me of our 20s before we had kids and and I missed it. And I kind of was like, I don't want to go back to my life. And obviously we come home and I love my kids to death and I would never not want what we have. Like I love them. Yeah, but but it's nice to have those reminders with your husband because- It is, but it also kind of freaked me out a little because I was like, how easy it was for me to be like, I don't want to come home. I was like, over it. No, everybody. And if you, if moms are not like, that then they're fucking denying it because 
Because it's not all rainbows Having and a break is nice. And it's good to have vacations from your kids. It's good for your kids totally. to be away from you. And that's one thing that we realized yeah. when we came home. We totally. felt better as parents mm-hmm. because we had had that time alone. And and then I was like, we got to do this more often. And it's been four years. We haven't I feel done like since, Austin's really good at that. He'll be like, okay, guys, you got to go. Mommy and daddy need some time. Like, oh, yeah. He he's really, really it. good at that. He really is almost yeah. to a fault because <laughs> he does it so much. I, but your so, kids are like, okay. But like they get it. And they're like, yeah. Okay, yeah and our kids are pretty good. good at entertaining themselves one of my sons is not but for the most part they they're fine with that they love to go play and do stuff I think my point of saying that was that we are getting to that time in our lives where it Mm -hmm. is going to be us again and I so I think it is important during this transition kind of period before the kids are teenagers that you do kind of reconnect because if you don't you might get to that point and be like why are we still together like we don't like each other anymore or we don't have anything in common we don't know each other we don't know each other we've we've lost ourselves yeah Chris and I went to Costa Rica for our 10 year anniversary and we're coming up on 15 years so we're due for another trip way sooner than five years later (laughs) yeah actually it goes by so fast like you don't even know when we were there, it was like the first two days. It was it was awkward between us. Was it? It was like, well, what are we talking? Like, what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? What are we going to move? And then we got over the funk. Yeah, because we hadn't been alone in right. so long. Were you gone the same amount of time, like a week? I think we were gone for like ten days. Oh, so wow. a little bit longer. Wow. Yeah. 10 days sounds amazing. Do you know why? Because I knew I was going to need three days to get over the like the travel and. Being away from my kid, like mm-hmm. that whole, because when you're trying like to detox, like a, yeah. it's like a detox period. Yeah. And by the time my detox is over on a seven day vacation, I only have three or four days left. Yeah. I'm that's like, true. Yeah. So I needed that time. Good for you. To just, yeah, be. Sounds good. So, and it, and you got over it and then I got over it quickly. Did you have we, the we same experience? We, we ended up having like a fight, almost, not like a blowout or anything, but yeah. like a, I don't know. We were just like irritated with each other. All really? And I was like, I think it's because we haven't been away in so long. Yeah. And there's all this pressure that's built up. Like, I I don't know. It was just some kind of mm-hmm. weird funk. And then we finally got out of it. We went and had like an excursion or whatever. And we mm-hmm. had the best time ever. And then we were back to like vacay Amanda and Chris. And it was so awesome. Vacay Amanda and Chris. Vacay Chris it. is my favorite Chris. Oh my God. I, me on vacation, I'm like another person. Yeah, same. I always want my husband 20 times more than normal. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Austin <laughs> always looks at me and he's like, oh my God. Let's go. You want it. Because as soon as we're like out of the stress yeah, bubble, any, I am yeah. like, let's do this. Mm-hmm. I miss you. I love you. I'm obsessed with you. Like, I can't let's take go. my eyes off of you. Like, let's get yeah. it done. Because I, I guess it's the stress. I don't know. When we go on vacation, I am like so different. Happy, happy, happy. Happy, in love, obsessed. Vacation is awesome. We come back to our lives and it's totally different. Well, <laughs> not in terms of like being sexually attracted to him. But, I mean, it is, but like. Well, you just go back to your responsibilities, Yeah, right? it's like, like you get way down with everything else. And kids and homework and dinner and store and bills. And it's, it's like the constant stress I think yeah. it's the constant stress that you can't get away from because it's everyday life but when you're in your 40s you spend a little bit more time caring about yourself caring about the things that matter like yeah. taking yeah. time for you and your husband well, like I said I feel like the last two years I feel mm-hmm. like I have focused more on that yeah me too but I've made it more of a priority I think I maybe I've realized that you actually do have to do the work it doesn't just happen organically like in your relationship mm-hmm. or for your self-love both. Yeah. It's one thing to talk about it, right? It's so easy to talk about it. Totally. We can I'm all talk every Monday. I say it every Friday. <laughs> Monday's the day. You're my husband. And then he I don't the fucking do thing it. And nothing like, changes. Oh. Yeah. It's hard. It is hard. Being a person is hard because there's just, you're just stuck in your ways. Well, and it's hard to break that. It's so hard. It. Yeah. And especially when I feel like I'm always still kind of in survival mode with kids because I'm always, we're so busy and it's mm-hmm. just getting by. And, well, and we still have littles. I mean, six and seven. Yeah. 
There's so, so little, but there's still little it humans. is getting easier. Yes, it's every day changing. Gets easier. I wouldn't say it's easier. I guess it's changing because this it's teenage hard stuff, this middle school in a stuff, totally is a different lot. way. Yeah, totally different way. Not in a sleep deprived, can't wake up ever way, but in a more complex way. Yeah, it's more complicated, so it's stressful. Well, and they're getting more freedom, so you worry about them in a totally different way. Yeah, you don't worry about if their diaper's been wet all night and they're gonna have diaper rash in the morning. Now you're worried about who they're hanging out with. Yeah, yeah. How fast their parents are driving and oh my god, what they're looking at online when you're not around. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the things that I worry about. Yeah. Crossing the street. Why did my mom ever let me cross the street? I ask her that all the time. What do you mean? Like I, I don't know. I'm like, why did you ever let me go to the mall by myself? Right. And like now our kids are getting where some of their friends are going to the mall by themselves. Yeah, like yeah. parents will just drop them off. And I just we like, did this. Well, we didn't do we, it in sixth grade. I did it in middle in middle school, but middle school for me was seventh and eighth. I feel like I did it in eighth grade. That's when I was like allowed to do it. I th- and we did it in seventh and eighth grade. Yeah. But you're so much cooler than me. It was just what everybody Maybe did. We did it in seventh grade. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, I remember, remember going was, to the mall here. I was, was around the same age as our oldest are. I mean, very close to that. And I just, I'm not obviously I'm they're they're going to do that soon. Right. It's going to happen. Know. But I don't know if I'm ready for it either. I'm going to keep I'm, them in a bubble as long as I that's can. That's what she said. She's like, you just, you don't start off by dropping them off at the mall. You start off by <laughs> changing their diapers and then it just goes on from there. Like you give them little ounces of freedom every single day of their I don't life. Know, and I do you feel like having boys, you worry about the dumb things that they might do. So when they get together in a group of boys and say, this is a good idea. And then they don't use their brains and they do it. And then they get in big trouble and you're like, mm, probably shouldn't have let you join a boy gang and be crazy. <laughs> I don't know that my oldest will do that. He's more of a cautious Carl type. So is mine, but I still worry about him because my he surprises me a lot. He's going to be doing keg stands in a fraternity. and Yeah, he already is. I yeah, feel like. Yeah, he may get through the <laughs> six years old. <laughs> six right. years old. Yeah. yeah, he totally would be a streaker. God, every day he asks me like how he can get muscles and like. He does? Yeah, because he's like obsessed with his protein. He literally sits watching his iPad in a V-up position. What? What's a V-up like, position? Like, you know, like when you have your feet off the ground and you're like in a sit-up almost position, but uh-huh. it's, your body's making a V. Okay. So it's like really... To like hold your core, yeah. grow your so muscles? Like, he does that I, to make muscles or he does that... I, no, I think he just naturally sits like that. Oh. But he, it just like the way his body is... I mean, he's six, but he's got like muscles and abs and it's not from me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially not at 40. Not from his dad. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, he's like... Well, it's from somebody. But he's like... Now he's like asking me about muscle. I don't think he's intentionally sitting in the V up to get muscles, but, but he it's, knows it's he has working. muscles. So he's like... He thinks it's from like his protein, which he's obsessed with protein shake. Yeah. It's like his jam. Yeah. He's... That's funny. Cute. He's the one I worry about. He'll be jumping off the roof into a pool. I mean, I have I have my same worries for my middle. and But this is, this is part of getting older, I feel like. You start mm-hmm. to worry about those things. Yeah. And it's just being a mom. Yeah. Turning 40 is awesome. You're going to love it. I'm sure I will. I, I Let's see how the I feel the on the day the of. Have you started growing a beard yet? I mean, I always get that the bitch hairs. Bitch hairs. Isn't that what you call that? <laughs> no, I call it a beard. Well, it's not I've a full on beard, but they're definitely like bitch I could hairs. I grow a full on. Could you? I mean, I definitely have beard. a lot more now than I did in my 20s, yeah. but I've always had like one or two. Like I have 47 now I pluck out every day at least. Every day? Wow. Feels like it. I don't know if I'm going to start growing a penis here soon or what, but it is like happening. <laughs> I mean, you're taking testosterone. You might. I am taking might. testosterone. <laughs> I tell my... Um, <laughs> you got to tell your doctor, please don't I tell her, she's let my me friend. grow a penis. <laughs> she knows. 
Oh and man. I will take testosterone until the day I die as long as I don't grow a penis. Yeah. And I will take the beard any day for as good as I feel yeah. being on it. It has yeah. been such a game changer. It helps with the brain fog. It helps with feeling um, tired, probably. Tired. It helped with muscle recovery. Like yeah. we would go to Legree testosterone, a yeah. lot. Remember the very first time I ever did oh, yeah. Legree? You like, were like, never sore and I was like, so mad I can't at you. Walk. And I was like, this is super weird. I don't think it's working for me because I'm not sore. Yeah. But it was the testosterone. It was like was. helping with my recovery and yeah. build back those muscles faster. Build back, yeah, I built back, built back the muscles faster yeah. and I felt really great. I still feel great. Um, I mean, that's what I hear about testosterone. There's like a different dose for everybody. It's not mm-hmm. always the same. Like you have to find your happy zone, but if it, if you don't feel good on it, then you're not taking enough or you're taking too much. Yeah. You have to find like well, a you have to, like, see a, a doctor and get it on the regular and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. I have it like laid out. My husband knows that if I like ever fall into a coma that he has to send an esthetician to wax me because if I wake up with a beard out of my coma, I'm going to be really pissed. Oh my God. That's so funny. Like I literally, but that's the only downside is is the beard. The beard. My and I feel like it can, it can change people's voices a little. Do you think that my voice has changed? No, not at all. But maybe it's different. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It has not changed. (laughs) It hasn't changed my voice. No, I don't think it's changed. And some people can like rage out. It hasn't done that to me. I haven't. But I think my I monitor my blood work like every three months or six Mm -hmm. months and um yeah. So you feel like you put on muscle easier? That's what that's what I need then. I need some tea. Give me the tea. Give me some big tea. I mean, the people that I know that who do testosterone and they're older look fucking amazing. Yeah, girl, get it. They do. Mm-hmm. They look amazing. They yeah. have great sex lives. Yeah. I think we're promoting testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> this is a testosterone commercial. And oh, that was like, that's the game changer though. It really was. Seriously. I think it's solved a lot of my turning 40 problems. Maybe, yeah. You know? Yeah, because really aging is mm-hmm. losing your hormones. Right. That's when we yeah. start to age So when most. you start, like my hair was thinning out, my libido was non-existent. I just, I didn't want to get out of bed. I was having super brain fog. I was tired all the time. It helped with your hair growth? I don't know that it helped with my hair growth, but there was other things that I was doing to help with that. Oh, okay. And I just started taking that Nutrafol. Yeah, really, yeah so, Nutrafol is amazing. But I got COVID and then my hair lost a lot, but I did start losing. I had like thyroid. I'm taking a thyroid mm, supplement I now. Her too. That was, I think why my hair was falling out. Yeah. Sorry. I'm having brain fart. Oh, like who's on first. But yeah, I was, um, <laughs> brain fart. isn't that what they call it? A brain fart. Is that wrong? No, that's what it's called. Oh. <laughs> why are what? you laughing at me? Cause you said who's on first. Oh, you say yeah. funny stuff. Oh, thanks. I love it. I, yeah. So I was losing my hair and then I got COVID and I really started losing my hair. And so yeah, everybody, I, I take think my that's thyroid a common. supplement and I, that Nutrafol. Yeah. Nutrafol is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I think it's, it's weird too, to like be going through this aging stuff and then have COVID. Cause I feel like COVID ages people a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if it's the hair falling out or what, but. Well, it's the bounce back too. I mean, it took a long time to bounce back. Yeah, I from wonder it. if twenty-year-olds have the same problem. They know. probably don't. They probably don't even notice. Honestly, there I was, was fine with it the first time I had it. Yeah. So easy. Second time was not <laughs> as hard. It, like I didn't get really that sick, but the after effects were at that long lingering lull of am I ever going to feel better again? I just had a lot of fatigue and like yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's because of the pots. I, had I don't that know too, what though. came first. I know a lot yeah. of people get the fatigue, but like mm-hmm. that, that was the hardest part for me was probably the fatigue, just getting tired, like super easy where I would like feel fine. And then I'd like do stuff and then I'd be like, oh my God, I'm really tired. I got to lay down. Yeah. And then I started having like more heart problems. So I don't know. But turning, turning 40, 40, go to the doctor, get the tea, get the tea. 
I really got to get the tea. It's so good. Um, I think you get a mammogram when you're 40. Have you ever had one of those? No, I'll never do a mammogram. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry to all those people who are going to hate on me because I know how passionate some people are. No, I do thermograph testing. Oh, that's true. You do do that. Um, so I don't just totally wing it. But yeah, I don't, I'm not worried about breast cancer for well, some reason. Good. I just okay. have a feeling I will never have to deal with that. But I had what I thought was a lump. Yeah. And so I went for one. Right. Um, and it wasn't a lump. It was like a, um, like a cyst a gland or, okay. or like a, sometimes like you're a fibroid or, um, maybe. what am I talking about? Where they like get lumpy. Like yeah. It was like, in, like, I don't know why I'm like feeling yeah, myself. Like, you're like, yeah, touching boobs. Boobs are bad. <laughs> Just gonna do a boob exam in the middle of our sometimes, podcast. I feel like I'm always constantly like I touching them to feel like, around, just to make sometimes sure. Sometimes I catch myself. I'm like, I'll just touch my boobs like in public and not realize I'm doing yeah, it because boobs are amazing. I don't know what that is. I'm just like well, comfortable with it. I did go for mine, and I was I was really afraid to go because people. Why? Where you think you're gonna get something wrong? No, I think because I like always heard that mammograms are so scary and like oh they're so painful, painful and they're, they're painful. Yeah, yours well, weren't. No, they, oh. I I was. Pleasantly Maybe you surprised. had like a gentle I had a, person. I, well, I've gone twice because I had to go like a year later just to follow up. Okay. Like they got a baseline. Was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, I've gone twice and they were both so gentle, so kind, so wow. wonderful. So it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I've always heard it's painful and they like squish your boobs so hard and Mm-mm. it's uncomfortable, obviously, as your boob is in a machine. And I have giant boobs. So yeah. maybe that helps if you have a lot more fat. <laughs> a lot more cushion. <laughs> than if you have smaller oh, maybe. breasts. Maybe. Right? If you have like a much smaller breast and they're really like Pinching pulling that, that skin out. <laughs> to know, try, I totally you know, have a visual of like flat boob. <laughs> well, they do flatten it. It's yeah, like that a, sounds like awful. They flattened Ugh. it in a pancake. Mine did not hurt. We it put was, ourselves through so much shit gentle. as women, I feel like. And was good. Okay. What about a colonoscopy? We have friends that, well, although our friend is... We have a couple of friends who are doctors and they, they say you don't have to do a colonoscopy until you're 50 now. Mm. It's like the well, new- Well, I'm supposed to be going every three years. I, I am. do not. Mm. So this is the gross thing about colonoscopies. Do you know that no matter they how much they clean it- your butthole? Well, duh. That's gross. Duh, yeah. But also this is the gross part is somebody's poop or feces bacteria can get in that colon machine. And even though they clean it out, it's never fully- clean like there's they have no way of cleaning it completely it's microscopic stuff and so somebody who has like colitis bacteria you can like put that in yours and so that you can get the tube yes why don't they just use a new tube i don't know this is what I've been told or what I read online about from this doctor that I follow. And so he doesn't recommend getting colonoscopies unless you have like a real reason to. Mm. But I had one because I, I almost like felt like I was dying. You remember this. Yeah. This was where like, mm-hmm. I couldn't get out of bed. I was in super pain. They were going to do a laparoscopy, which is like mm-hmm. an exploratory surgery. And I had a friend at the time that was in medical school and he called me and he's like, don't do that surgery. He's like, like da- it's dangerous to just go do this surgery. And I'm like, I know, but I can't get out of bed and I'm in so much pain. I can't eat. I can't do yeah. anything. And he was like, don't do it. And so then I can't remember who recommended if it was him or somebody. And they're like, just do a colonoscopy to see what's going on with like your gut. And I took the magnesium citrate to like clean everything out and the pain went away. And hmm. so I canceled my surgery and did the colonoscopy. Anyways, they end up finding a polyp and they're like, you should not have a polyp. I think it was like 32 or 33 early thirties. And they're like, you should not have a polyp at your age. So they removed it. And they're like, you got to come back every three years. And I never went back. Mm. So I'm not just winging it. I'm not just a crazy person. So I do do thermographs and that can show you inflammation in your colon. And I did have inflammation in my colon. I'm doing my best to like eat healthier, Mm-hmm. take good care of myself, just decrease inflammation all over. And the more, the, if you know that you have risk factors for things, I think you should take 
preventative steps, sure. doing things right. I don't think checking on it. I also think in medicine a lot, it's like, if you're looking for something, you're going to find it totally. type of thing. So I don't think that I need to do it that often, but if I ever had problems again, I'm not going to be stupid and just not get help, but I don't want, I just really don't want to do colonoscopies. Anyways, my thermographs have improved. So I've gotten healthier all over, including my colon. <laughs> Why we're talking about colons? From ass this to tits, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about our medical problems. No, but no, no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. I did not do that on purpose. That's really funny. We're talking well, about shit. No one gets this. One. Is forty? Forty is awesome. I mean, so I always remember too, like Oprah turning forty. Do you ever watch her? Yeah, She's Oprah. Everybody. Oh my God, I her. loved her show. Anyways, she. I remember her and like Gail turning 40 and they're like, it's not that bad. And I actually love it. And they're like, you stop caring. You love it. You're a billionaire. Oprah. I know, right? <laughs> I would love it too. <laughs> I care what I do. Yeah, if I'm a billionaire, like- <laughs> I love it. But I think, you know, there's a lot to be said. I think it's, it's kind of empowering getting older and you just kind of like accept who you are. Yeah. You're more comfortable. In you're your more comfortable skin. in your skin. Mm-hmm. Why can't you be like that when you're 20 though? I don't understand. Cause you fucking know it all and you don't take the time to listen i know but why are you so insecure i know i know i know it it's like i think you care more about what other people think it is really funny how you see like little kids how they have all the confidence in the world and you're like when does that happen at what point does it switch i'm seeing it right now with my fourth grader where he was like yeah i did the best in the whole class i'm the best on the team i'm doing this and now they're like in fourth grade where it's not, they're just not as nice to each other anymore. It's not all inclusive. Now they're like kids get flexing on each other all the time and they start. It gets like more competitive and they get more independent. Yeah, they just start talking a lot more smack and then you don't know how to take it because you're so sweet and innocent. You're like, oh, are you I being hate so mean? And then you be mean back and then it's like this whole thing. And then before we know it, we're totally insecure. Yeah. Super insecure. Mm-hmm. You care only about what other people think. I think that's the teenagers because you start to care so much about your friends. 10 years old yeah, or nine well, years old. Everything I feel like starts earlier with kids these days, but just going to be a good positive influence on our children so that they don't go through those years, but you have to go through it to get to this part. Yeah. I think it's just part of life. You mean like it's growing pains. Yeah. It's not just your body that grows. It's- I wish I could have the confidence that I have now when I was 20. Yeah. Said everyone ever. <laughs> Duh. That's stupid, are you? What would you go back and tell your 20-year-old self? I don't know. Probably to not be so insecure, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe, I don't know if you're ready for it when you're in your 20s. Like, you don't even understand the concept because you do care so much. Well, you also probably think that you're not, too. So many people think that you're not. And so you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, I had hard 20s, so I don't know what I would give myself advice for. What would you do? What would you say? I would say focus on your studies and make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Did you not focus on your studies? No. Oh. Would you focus not like on? I should. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Chasing oh the party. <laughs> I don't know. If if it's, if anybody thinks that they I don't know, have any advice for 40, like what is our advice? Turning getting testosterone is that it? No. <laughs> I else? mean, if you need it, do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think just, it's okay to just embrace it. It's fun. Just embrace it. Cause honestly, love yourself more. What else? And you're allowed to love yourself more. Accept that. What would be our advice? I don't have any. (laughs) I'm still figuring it out. (laughs) Right. I don't know. I feel like when you're in your forties, you don't need that advice because you, you were getting to that place where you get it. You don't need our advice because you got it, girl. Yeah. 40. Get it. Get it. Bow, bow, bow. (laughs) 
So check your hormones if you're feeling funky. Yeah. Don't don't live in perimenopause land. Like definitely go to a doctor or a naturopath. I would definitely recommend go doing bioidentical, yeah. not just synthetic and go to happy hour. Yeah. Go to happy hour with your husband. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean if to cut kids, you off. I, I thought no, you were done. And then I was like, Bleh. yeah, you fucker. Sorry. No, go to happy hour with your husband. Like by yourself. Well, you have to have kids old enough to babysit. Your youngers. Yeah. By 40, you're, you're probably getting close to that, I would say. Some people are. Some a lot of people might not yeah. be. I think some people are getting close to that. Yeah. Some people might be. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what, what are you doing for dinner tonight? Oh, I'm going out tonight for dinner. Oh, for okay. Then what did you do for dinner last night? We had steak. Oh my God. It was so good. My husband grilled steak. Mm. And remember in our last episode that he's the master griller, which my yeah. son listened to and told me that we were not funny. He did? He listened to it? <laughs> Only to that part because I was oh, editing I was the, like, po- the podcast. He was I like, I'm listening. dad doesn't say that to you. <laughs> that is so funny. I love when our kids try to call like, us out. It's so funny. He, I was like, what? It's funny though. And he was like, I was like, daddy does. He has said this to me before, just not in front of you. Yeah. And I I was like cracking up and he was like looking at me like I was such an idiot. Yeah. Like, you don't think it's funny? They don't get it. No, it's not. I think you should have me on your podcast and I'll show you funny. Anyway, he grilled steaks last night and he made like New York strips. And then he did like a vegetable medley with yellow zucchini and green on the grill zucchini and onions and it was so a grill master freaking good it was why was it so good i don't know i asked i think he put butter in the in the vegetables yeah but he he put some kind of magic in there i don't know it was some of the best steak that he's probably one of your many spices he's so good it was delicious and we had caesar salad also and that was good sounds amazing what did we have last night oh we had um taco salad which it was so good so last night so we love it because it's like an easy it's like an easy dinner and lately i've been doing that more than tacos just doing the taco salads you Mm -hmm. just put it on a bed of romaine but i like it because you can add different things and all my kids want different things of course so like there's like 20 things and toppings they can put on it but last night i used like a full fat greek yogurt instead of sour cream. And then oh. I put lemon on it, like a lot of lemon. It was so good. Yum. I have not liked it that I never much would have ever before. That. I know. And I was like, it was amazing. Did you mix it all in together or? No. You just doused I your just, salad with lemon? Yeah. Like doused it. And it was so good. Because I've been using lemon a lot because I've been trying to eat salad. So we're going to talk about this on another episode. We are going to talk about it because I really want to do that every Monday, but it's too cold. So I need what every food. Monday? Every Monday I'm going to start my diet. Oh, but it's too cold. So, so you're a liar? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's too cold to start a diet? Mm-hmm. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny. Listen, I have an excuse for everything. Yeah, so. you're like my husband. It's just I like know. some it's reason you cold. can't do your diet. Yeah. It's too cold. I mean, I get when it's cold, I don't want to do anything. Don't so you just want to eat it. hot food? Um, I just, I want to like get cozy in bed. I don't want to yeah, do anything. I can eat stew and mashed potatoes all day long. I, know, I have delicious. to try that stew that you maybe, did you ever post the recipe? We got to share it. Oh no, but I will. I want to share that recipe because I want to try it. All right. Yeah, we so, will. That stew was the bomb.com. It was so good. I mean, it, it sounds good. Yeah. I, I really can't wait to try it. All right. Well, embrace 40. That's what I would say. It's awesome. Love it. Live it. Yeah. I mean, this is the time of our lives. Let's do mm-hmm. it. Let's do it. We honestly, if you want me to get emotional, <laughs> I can talk about we nobody knows when their last day is, so you should totally live your life to the fullest and do everything you can and surround yourself with people you love and who make you feel good. Yeah, don't put up with the bullshit anymore. Mm-hmm. If people are assholes, don't be friends with them. Yeah. I would totally be say that. That's, and move on. Yeah, you can always be a good person, be a decent person. You don't have to be mean to anybody, but I would say cutting out the bullshit is is important. And I think 
and I don't know if you agree with this or not, but in my 40s, I feel like I'm a lot more choosy about who I spend my time mm-hmm. with because yeah. I, I do feel like time is limited and yeah, I want to sure. spend it with people I care about and not, I don't care as much about like the ragers. Yeah. I don't care about like, Oh, I had to go to that party so I could like be seen. Like, I don't care about that as much. I know some yeah, people I don't care still our age that do, but I, I used to really care this year. I feel like is the year that I was like, mm, I don't think I need to do those anymore. Yeah. I never thought I would be like that. Cause I am the part I have always been a party, party girl. Yeah. Always like, yeah. And I like to have fun too, but it's not time. like my life, but yeah. I, ha- I do feel like, <laughs> and maybe this is part of getting old too, where it's like, if it's not somebody I really care about, am I going to go out and get drunk and like be miserable the next day or stay up late when I am going to be tired the next day? If it's not somebody I really care about, like probably that friendship not. friendship has to be worth it yes. for you to feel like shit the yes. next day. <laughs> Whereas in their twenties, you're like, let's go. I mean, it I didn't matter like, who, cause you were making a new best friend, no matter yeah, what. Yeah. You don't care. You just want to have fun. I fun, still fun, do fun. that though. I'll make a best friend wherever I go. Yeah, you're very good at that. You are. But then I won't remember them the next day because I drink (laughs) too much. (laughs) I was like, you can't remember them. You're that old. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I do remember them, but no, I would. I rather be with my squad. Yeah, my yeah, because I think my besties and spend time with quality over quantity at this at this age. Um, but yeah, I mean, live life to your fullest. You never know when your 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 last day is or when your health is going to take a change for the worst. So live your life. Be happy. So live your life. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Goodbye. All done. Bye. <laughs>